Well, hello to all my listeners and my dear audience out there. This is Sita. And um, today I will be sharing with you some insights about facing extreme and intense trauma like we are dealing with currently. Now, if you are anywhere on planet Earth and connected to the internet, I'm sure you're familiar with the current situation, what happened in Israel, in the southern Israel, a week ago almost, last Saturday, with the butchering, the massacre, and the horrible, absolutely barbaric executions and kidnappings of those innocent civilians. So this is not going to be a political podcast. This is not going to be taking sides. This is going to be my experience and the tools that I have been using in order to, let's be honest, to stay sane, yeah, to keep myself together. So first of all, um, I had a very busy morning that morning I was working uh, Saturday morning I was pretty productive because I was very much waiting for the week after everybody gets back to work and wow and nice and yes and this and that and around lunchtime I opened uh, my Facebook or my WhatsApp and I'm part of this group from uh, women in trance and there started to be all kind of um, you know comments and um about what was happening. And the first reaction you get, yeah, it's usually shock. It's not just being shocked, it's shell-shocked. Yeah, it's like you're being absolutely shell-shocked. It's like, what? It's beyond, un- it's beyond unbelievable. It's unconceivable. It's something that you, it's it, it, unimaginable, yeah? It's something that is way beyond what your mind can even, you know, Wrap, wrap itself around, as I like to say, wrap your mind around it. So there you are. And, you know, the first physical reaction, what we get in a situation like this is the shock. And the result of the shock can be felt physically straight away. I'm sure that you have been in stressful situations in your life. And one of the first things that happen, yeah, is your blood pressure grows up and it rises and you start to have um, chills and I have pressure, headaches, these migraines that develop on on the right side of my brain. So the body automatically responds to this kind of stress, intense stress situation. Now, if the stress continues beyond the few hours, yeah, the fight and flight, instinct, basic instinct of what what we all have as humans, the toll that this kind of stress can take on the body, and now I'm just talking about the body, is, is really serious. So it's like a black abyss fear, yeah? This fear, what you automatically experience is this, it is this instant fear of survivor it's like after the shock of whatever was happening that day i experienced a huge wave a tsunami 
of fear on the level that that like yeah I've I, I lived most of my adult life in Israel yes I don't live there anymore and I'm very familiar with the sound of the sirens I am very familiar when uh, when the rockets are falling and when and it's in general the vibe the vibe is the vibe of fear utter fear and and of course you fall into this black abyss this black hole and it's like a spiral it just takes you with it because you are glued to the screens if it's your tv screen if it's your computer whatever any and every channel of uh, social media and communication it it's it sucks you up it swallows you up you cannot get out of it in a way because you want to know you want to know you want to be informed on the other hand you're shocked and you're stressed and you are already full of fear and this spiral keeps bringing you lower and lower further and further into the abyss and then i realized that for the first three days of course not just me i believe most of the people yes you just simply cannot function you cannot function it's like first of all your mind is trying to wrap itself around whatever was happening and the news keep coming in so you want to stay updated and you're glued yeah you're absolutely addicted to the social media on the other hand you feel paralyzed and the stress the level of stress is just rising and rising by the minute and your body is starting to really feel it so as i said before i developed these stress migraines and of course the sleepless nights and then you cannot sleep you wake up you sleep you don't wake up you don't sleep well you wake up like a dead man yes and again i'm not even there physically but these these are my people yeah these are my people it's somewhere on an unconscious or subconscious level we share a vibe even though i'm a few thousand or a few hundred kilometers away from them but we share a history and i feel utterly utterly petrified by what happened that day uh, also because of what was the reason behind it the negligence and so on and so on but as i said it's not going to be a political podcast so let me just steer back to what i was talking about so after a few days of of being sucked into this black abyss of fear i mostly experienced a lot of fear existential fear survival fear which in a way is not even realistic as i am not there physically so i took myself for a walk and then you kind of like all right so let's just bring yourself back to the center because you realize i realized after three days that i'm losing my center that i'm getting so out of balance that i'm losing also my emotional balance and i'm not just talking about my mental balance yes so why is all this important because 
yes, we are human beings and we must have compassion. First of all, compassion. On the other hand, when you are empty, when you are worn down, when you have nothing more to give, this is literally it, you have nothing more to give. So we do need to take a step back, all of us, and find our own way to somehow fill ourselves up again so we can give more so we can really come from a place of compassion so we can share we can be there for each other but this cannot happen when you are empty and fear is a killer it really is this black abyss this black hole that it sucks you into it it it, it feels like it sucks your soul out of you so this existential fear that grabbed me, and why I'm saying that it's like a spiral, because you start worrying about, okay, the situation. And then I realized that I, it's like a spiral. It continues on and on and on. Yeah? The thoughts of survival. I'm not there physically. But what does it mean? What's happening to me? To me, yeah? But really, really as selfish as it can be. Oh my God, all my business. I have nothing to work. I have, not, I have nobody to work with. I have nothing to do. I have what is going to happen in my life. That's it. I'm lost. All my money is gone. My bank is empty. That's it. I, I, I am completely ruined. So you see, the thoughts that continue... Because of those terrifying thoughts of, of intense fear, it really is like a spiral. They suck you in and you start at point A and then you end up questioning your own existence and the whole meaning of what and who you are and why you're even here. And if you ever, 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 you know, get out of it in any way. So... In the process of three days, my mind took me on this trip, this bad trip of losing my house, losing my security, losing my money, losing my job, losing my business, losing my identity. And this was just a spiral of getting into the fear consciousness as a result of this horrific trauma that happened on Saturday. And I do, of course, have friends and acquaintances among the people who were murdered, among the people who were kidnapped, L me like everybody else. But as I said, this is not a political post. So to get back to those tools that I was talking about, the first thing we have, yes, is the survival instinct is the reptile mind the reptile brain that wakes up in situations of of survival that's it okay yeah it's like you're really working on autopilot as many of those people say it if you watched some of those horrific videos or you have been following the news and i'm sure you have so the first thing is the reptile brain which wants to survive and then i ask myself the question when i realize that i am just spiraling down on this depression which is so not me that all right Sita are you safe 
First of all, the reptile brain. Are you physically safe? If not, that's a different thing. Then the first thing you must do is really make sure that you're in a safe place. First of all, your physical safety. And yes, I am safe. I'm in a safe place. I am not even close. I'm not even in the same country. So I am absolutely safe. And then I ask myself the second question. Yes. Have you really lost anything of value? No, I haven't. I haven't lost a house. I haven't lost any property. I haven't lost anything. If you have, you go by your own checklist. Yes. And then I started to, okay, so this is my physical world around me. And when I go outside, what do I see? Is the sun shining? Yes. Is the sea there? Yes. Is my dog healthy? Yes. Am I healthy? Yes. Are we safe? Yes, we are. So first of all, I kind of like looked around me and took stock of, all right, you have the fear. Now let's move backwards from that fear that took you to the end of the road way down. So, okay, first of all, I'm physically safe. I am good. I haven't lost anything. Now, what about my emotional safety? Am I safe? And here comes the big question because I have been really shell-shocked by what happened, as I believe all of you. Yeah, my dog is barking. Probably somebody's coming on the street. And um, so how do I pull myself back to my emotional center? Because yes, I am compassionate and I want to give and I am here to give and I am here to support and I am doing that. But I have to be at a place that I have what to give. And when you realize that you're emotionally totally out of center, that's not a good thing because that's where all these extra additional emotional problems can start. Because you see, trauma doesn't end on the day that this war ends. It doesn't end. So what can I do? to bring back my emotional balance. What do I need to bring back my emotional balance? So where am I now? I am depressed. I have been watching the news. I am totally shocked. I am afraid. Like the emotions that you're actually feeling. And now I'm trying to switch those emotions to something positive because I've been way too much in the negative. I need to balance them out. So how can I regain my emotional balance? What can I do to lift my spirit up? Because this is it at the end of the day. Lift your spirit up from that deep hole, from that emotional abyss. So I did crazy things, yes? Like, okay, what do I need to make me feel happy? So I watched a musical. I watched Mamma Mia. I'm sure you know it. And it's with music and it's funny and it's easy to digest. And I actually laughed and I actually enjoyed it. And I actually, at the end, when they were singing Mamma Mia, I even stood up and started dancing. So I tried to do something like a medicine to my sadness is to take a break from that sadness and go to the other side 
And yes, I had to force myself a little bit because I was totally not in the mood. But I decided I am lifting myself up. I'm lifting myself up from this depression. And then I said dancing. And that's the second thing. Physical movement, physical exercise. Nothing does a better job at lifting your spirit than physical exercise. If it's a long walk, if you're safe, do it. If it's running inside your own room, yeah, running on the spot or, or uh, working out, taking some weights, doing yoga, doing whatever, dancing, whatever, something to, as we say it in the world of yoga, move your energy, yeah? When you move your body, you move your energy, you shake, you shake the energy. So it automatically lifts your spirit. Of course, the scientific explanation is the endorphin that are released once we work out. Yeah? They are re released, released into the brain, so you automatically feel better. So that's the second thing I did. And then the third thing was look for my support system. Now, I am alone here in a community, and I'm not in touch with any Israelis. Even though there are Israelis here, I am not in touch with Israelis. So... Who are my support system? So I shared it with my neighbors. I shared it with my friend. And I shared my deepest feelings of how horrific I was feeling. Terrible. Just for the moment of talking about it, sharing it. And you know what? Maybe the fact that they're not related to Israel, and I'm the only one they know who lived in Israel, who is an Israeli, made it easier because they were, they were like tabula rasa. Yeah? They were like a clean piece of paper. So I could really share with them, and they could, they could contain me without their own story related to this massacre. So when it comes to the emotional balance... This is what I did and this is what I've been doing because the days are like, in a way, they are driving you crazy because you are not doing anything. I cannot. It's like I'm, I, was trying to, I was trying to create a cover for this podcast. Now I sit down and it's like my brain is just completely not there. It's like the brain is shut down. It's not there. It's digesting. It's, it's, it's working on it. It's containing whatever is happening. And here comes really the mental strength and the tools to regain the mental balance. I believe that mental, at the end of the day, it is the spiritual side because I am a very mental person. Let's say it like that. I, I, I need to understand. I have a thirst for going deep into meaning of things. I'm an analyst, so I have a lot of mental capabilities, yes. I feel it, but it's not enough for me to feel something. I need to understand it. So I will, I will dissect it and go into details in an effort to try to understand the real f reasons behind things. It's like this in everything, if it's a spiritual things or, or anything that needs thinking. So... The mental part, 
I am doing something that I used to do, which is coloring mandalas. I bought a few because my uh, cousin's daughter is coming at the end of the month and she's 12 years old. So I was like, oh, it's going to be nice. Maybe it's raining so we will be able to color some mandalas together. And I sat down and I started coloring because your brain shuts down. And this is, at the end of the day, what we are looking for. Those few minutes, that half an hour of the brain shutting down because I'm completely concentrating on drawing between the lines. And the same goes for meditation. The same goes for any kind of meditation. Anything that takes your mind off, that clears it, that allows the space to breathe, yes? Is that at the end of the day, meditation is about emptiness, not going after your thoughts. And we do have the strength, all of us, to control our thoughts. But when in such a traumatic situation, in a war, in a crisis like this, we run after our thoughts. And this is exactly what happened to me. And I'm sure that this has happened also to most of you, that this shock, it overwhelmed us so much that even those of us who are like more aware of our thoughts and how they create and how they continue really like a snowball effect. We lost it. I lost it. I totally lost it. And excuse my French, I lost my shit. I lost it. I was overwhelmed beyond anything I have ever experienced from the sheer evil of what was happening there. So I was there emotionally, completely, totally. I was there. I was there. I was feeling it. I was in it. And then my thoughts started to take me to these very dark places, as I told you. In my mind, I already lost my job. I already lost my business. I already lost my house. I lost everything I ever, I ever worked for. Because of the fear consciousness that took control but I decided to take back my control over myself and get back to my center, to my balance. Because we are all the best of ourselves when we are giving from our balanced, centered, open heart. So really to sum up this podcast, the physical De facto safety is the first. Are you safe? And then catch your brain from running and getting you into this deep abyss, this black hole of endless worrying because this is a snowball and it does not end well. Catch yourself. Move out of the news because, of course, I still watch the news. Of course I do. But I'm also really sometimes forcing myself, okay, that's enough, do something else. So I made ice cream, yeah? I made ice cream, I went to visit the friends, I went to visit my neighbors. I'm gonna go take my dog for a walk. So doing something that takes your mind of it and realize and admit 
your feelings and how you're coping with whatever you're coping with. Call your emotions by their names. I am shocked, I am afraid, I am petrified, I'm frustrated, I am angry. I'm just looking for somebody to fight with. Because it is true. Today I was just looking for somebody to fight with. The frustration has to come out. And then take care of those emotions by trying to balance them with doing something good on the other side, something fun, something something uh, supportive, something entertaining, something that lifts your spirit. And mentally, pay attention to losing it, that you are going down the rabbit hole. Bring yourself back. Focus and clear your mind, because if you're not clearing your mind, this trauma is going to leave such an impact that it will be much more difficult to get out of it later on. Much more difficult, much more traumatic. Remember that you can give only when you have what to give and what to give from. Because when you are empty, there's nothing more to give. My heart goes out to all the people of Israel. I love you very much. Until next time.